0: Well, hello, listener. Welcome to the Early Game Podcast, which, wow, a bit of a legacy intro, this one. Uh, Well, well, as you can tell from the name, it is a podcast about gaming. It's episode 70. You know what we're doing at this point. You know who we are. Um, I'm John Farris. I'm joined with my uh, esteemed and lovely colleague. Hello. Um, And Hello. And we're going to do a kind of mid-year review today uh, because there was not loads in the news. And we gave you guys like a two-hour rundown last week. On all four of the big showcases to start the summer of gaming, um, so there'll be more episodes like that. There'll be more jam-packed news this summer, we're sure. But for this week, we needed to just take our foot off the gas pedal a little bit, give you guys something a bit shorter and sweeter, and we're just gonna go a mid-year review. So we looked back at a podcast we did just at the Christmas time, where at that point we said, "Okay, let's look forward into the new year." We've just had the 2023, we've just t- 2022, we just talked about the games of the year. Let's look forward into 2023. So we went back and we listened to it, uh in preparation for this podcast, and we just had a look and took some notes for what we said about um, each of the games. So we'll go through that later, and we'll just basically give you two seconds. What did we think, us, but also generally people seeing the trailers at the beginning of the year, what impressed us, what disappointed us, what maybe surprised us. And we're just, yeah, as I say, going to go through a year in review, a mid-year point, um, mid-year review. Because twenty twenty three does seem to be so significant for games, and because we love talking about games, what what more justification do we need before we get into that? Let's just start with Faris. How the devil are you?
1: Good, 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 John. Um, we are in the middle of summer, the summer of gaming. Still playing so many video games every day, and it's getting incredibly hot in a way that's very uncomfortable. Um, but yeah, good. Um, had a nice relaxed weekend and yeah excited to look back at all the shite we were talking half a year ago
0: <laughs> yes some of this turned out true yeah yes but yeah a lot of <laughs> shite
1: yeah <laughs> as, as as i think is usual in these kinds of yeah. uh, retrospectives but yeah uh how are you how was your weekend
0: um yeah it was really nice we were just just before we started recording, uh, we were talking about how nice the weather is. We're in lovely sunny Munich and it is about 30 degrees this week. I am sweating. Um, like yes. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Maybe it comes with some discomforts, but no, it definitely puts me in a good mood. Nice, sunny, hot, um, really nice, relaxing weekend. It was really lovely. What about yourself?
1: Yeah, yeah, same. I was mostly, I, I, I did manage to play some video games, but not as much as usual because I was quite busy being outside. Uh, which you were touching grass, as the kids I, say. I was touching grass and other things. Um, I was. Oh, that sounded. Yeah, like is that cheeky? Doors and okay, uh, <laughs> food. I was eating things. Okay, like
0: I thought that was some kind of sexual innuendo or something. No, okay, good no, doors never... and food. I'm a very crude okay. person. Okay, um,
1: no, it was, it was it was really nice, and yeah, uh, like you said, the the weather has been has been really amazing. Um which it, which it, which is good. It's it's kind of we're now living in times where like for half a year it's it's just cold and grey. And then it becomes like unbearably hot for three months and then there's like a bit of a mixture in between. Yeah. So we we're approaching a, a kind of the,
0: teenage period. Yeah, yeah.
1: We're approaching the unbearable hotness. Which I guess <laughs> <like laughs> it has its ups ups and downs, but it's 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 a nice pace uh change of pace for sure.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: And we have lots of exciting things to talk about. Um, do you want to start with what we've been playing or doing?
0: And I like, uh, I will. I like, this is in a, uh, we have show notes, listeners, of yeah. course. And uh, in the, I, I down Maybe we were on a call sneak, I thought you said the life of Pi, like the <laughs> film about the kid that escapes on the door with animals. And that's what I wrote down for your thing that you're about to talk about. It's not that, but we'll get to it. I just see now it's not the life I mean, of Pi. I mean, I
1: could talk about it now yeah, if you want to. Uh,
0: um, yeah, here what you actually went with lies of P, exactly, which I misheard as life of fight. What did you enjoy lies of P, and what um, was it?
1: Well, first of all, I want to say that mix-up happens all the time. I listen to like I think two different podcasts where that happened, and it's I don't know what it is about this like constellation of words. Amazing. Uh, but yes, yeah, <laughs> you're not the only one. But yeah, Lies of P. maybe I'll, I'll do a little explainer for, in case people don't know. It's, it's, um, it's a game made by a, a company called Round 8 Studio, I think, which is a South Korean developer. It's also published by a South Korean publisher. And this game is really good, but I will get, that, get to that. At first, I need to establish how much of a nightmare it seems to be because Lies of P is a Souls-like game that is very clearly inspired, <laughs> inspired is almost too weak of a word, ripping off Bloodborne, uh, and it's set in the cyberpunk version of France, and you play as Pinocchio, who looks like Timothy Chalamet. I mean, I've had nightmares whoa, like that. Whoa,
0: whoa, there's already there's <laughs> already so much going on here.
1: There's so much going on, it's really weird. Uh, the so whole lie, like
0: at least the title Lies of P makes set so of characters. Yeah, P on. is Pinocchio. Okay, okay.
1: Uh and they really I I am not quite sure. <laughs> I saw an interview with a client, yeah, we we picked Pinocchio because that has like mass appeal.
0: <laughs> Which I mean uh... I'm sure it did in 1880. <laughs> it's uh it's <laughs> something
1: everyone knows, but like it's obviously here like this weird twisted bloodborne version where like, like I said, you you're in this like weird it's sort of cyberpunk in the sense that like all of the all of your enemies and stuff are like, I mean, they're not robots, they're puppets like you, right? It's Pinocchio. But it's all like dark and gritty and it's, it, it, imagine Bloodborne, like I cannot emphasize enough how much this game is like Bloodborne, especially in terms of vibes. It's like this dark Victorian city, it's raining, everything's on fire there's like screams echoing through the streets, but everyone's a fucked up puppet. <laughs> and you look like Timothy Charlemagne. And yeah, there's a, uh, there's a demo for this game out, which uh, comes out in September. Um, maybe you could look up the release date while I talk.
0: September 19.
1: Yes, thank you very much. Um, yeah, there's a demo out now on Steam, which was released during Summer Game Fest. And I have to say, I had a pretty good time with it. It's, it's like they're very clearly studied. Yes, the the Dark Souls and Bloodborne games, like it really f- like to a yeah. point where you pick up the game, and if you've played Bloodborne or Dark Souls, you can immediately start playing it. It's it feels very very similar. I mean, the- like
0: co- like borderline copyright infringing similar. Yes, is it that close? Because I, I just I haven't played it, but I just googled uh for myself to look for the release date when you asked me, uh, and then this uh, there's a accompanying image, a screenshot from in game uh, from this uh, article, and it's. The UI is almost one for one. It, is like, it's, it looks like a mod of <laughs> yeah. Dark Souls or um, Bloodborne.
1: Um, it the-, like the control scheme is exactly the same. You run with a Circle B, you attack with RB, R1, or R2. Um, like in Bloodborne, you don't have a shield, but you can. It, it, there's a few things that are a bit different. There are some systems that are a little different. It's more of a mix between Bloodborne and Dark Souls because you can like, block, unlike in Bloodborne. There's also, like, you have, like, these special weapons that are very cl- similar to Sekiro. But you have stuff, like, when you get hit, you can recover your life by attacking the enemy and stuff like that, you know? Um, so, the vibe, though, that's, like, 100% uh, bubble. And, like, I have to say, it, it, it feels quite good to play. It's not... Not everything is as tight as in the Dark Souls game. Especially the movement felt a bit weird to me, but... It is very close. Like they've done a good job of emulating the, the feel of it. And it is going for a very similar thing. Like also in terms of gameplay. You explore these areas, there's like enemies and uh, they do a lot of damage. Um you have backstabs, you have parries, all of that stuff. Um you can choose different weapon types, that uh, double determine. Um yeah, like how, how you're playing really. And yeah um but it's all well done like the, i think the game looks great like visually it's really great it feels good like not as amazing as uh, like a bloodborne but it feels good and the vibe is interesting like the pinocchio stuff actually kind of worked for me and uh, there's even stuff like you have like this weird talking lantern with you which looks and sounds like a robot which is uh, jiminy cricket <laughs> uh, who's like your guide and and that was like oddly interesting and weirdly charming. So it is a good game, and it's going to be on Game Pass, I think. Um, so very much worth checking out. But I just feel really weird about how close it is to the to the Souls games, and especially Platform, like to a point where I can tell what was the reference to what. Like it's so close, you know, almost to a point where you you almost can't fault them because they're so obvious with it. It's like. Calling it out, there's no point to it because they're they're almost admitting it themselves, right? They even call this outright a Souls like in the <laughs> official description of the game. So
0: wow, so they really are going for yeah. basically Bloodborne fans who are waiting on more Bloodborne. Yeah, and like not a bad market to target. It's no, not, it's not unintelligent, <laughs> even if it's cheap. And there are obviously I, so closely.
1: there are obviously a lot of games like this, right? Like there are obviously a lot of Souls likes and 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 stuff. And this is maybe the boldest copy of it. But it, it might also end up being one of the best. Like, it is really well done. Like, I was kind of surprised by how, how good it felt and how much fun it was. And um, the demo, I haven't seen all of it. There's like a boss fight that I couldn't. Um, I only tried once and I didn't kill the boss. So I, I and I ran out of time, like, in real life. Uh, but I, I am, in general, interested in checking out more. It's just like. It's so clearly a copy that I don't know how much love I can have for this thing, <laughs> but it is a really yeah. good game. And like I said, it is going to be in Game Pass. So if you, if you are into Souls-likes, it's definitely worth checking out.
0: Okay, well, Lies of Pi, if you're still waiting for <laughs> Lies of P. Lies of Pi. He did it again. <laughs> oh no, I jeez, oh, Lies of P. Terrible um, name.
1: Terrible, terrible name.
0: Terrible name. Terrible name. Lies
1: of Pi. I mean, it sounds like piss, you know. It's like.
0: Yeah, it does. Sounds, yeah yeah it really does but sorry i was, yeah. I was distracted then um, let's move on you were also playing alan wake i believe this weekend
1: yes um i played i <laughs> i'm obviously very excited for alan wake 2 uh, which we'll also talk about um and i wanted to catch up with uh and one uh, ahead of the release because it's been oh god 11 years since I played the first game. I checked it on Steam. I played it in 2012. So I, I wanted to freshen up my knowledge on the story and stuff, and I forgot everything. And I just wanted to, like, check it out and then ended up playing the whole thing. Um, and it's still really good. Uh, there's a remastered version, which came out, like, two years ago or so, um, which is really nice. It, like, mostly is a visual update. They, um, I think they redid the cutscenes in some way, which looks really good. and. Just kind of polished up all the visuals uh, and it looks really good especially like the environments and stuff like um, if you don't know ellen wake it's like this sort of nightmarish game where it's all set in darkness basically and especially in like it's 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 set in this like northwestern uh town it's very much like twin peaks uh and and you spend most of the game in like these dark woods uh being chased by possessed uh animalistic people and it's like The Atlas is like really awesome still. Like it's still extremely strong in that sense. And it was really fun like to see that it's like a really tight action game. It's like 10 hours long. It's like one set piece after another. And the writing of the story is still really fun. It's it's it. it, it uh, Remedy Games always stands on this line of like they're, they're obviously very inspired by like TV, uh, The X-Files, Twin Peaks, like I said, and they often have like are kind of bordering on being like really cheesy um but end up also being like being that kind of but also being just like really fun and exciting and and cool and interesting and Alan Wake manages all of that stuff and there's like so so much cool stuff there for example like a big part of the story is that like Alan Wake wakes up after like a week and he doesn't remember what he did and then he finds uh, uh and he has like writer's block He's like a a writer and he couldn't write anymore, but then he wakes up after this week and he finds pages of a manuscript that he's written. That manuscript is the plot of the game. Like, you find these manuscript pages which detail what is about to happen or, like, what is happening, like, outside of your view, outside of what Alan Wake experiences. And that, like, carries throughout the game in a way that is, like, always really cool and interesting. It's so well done. Like, with amazing voice acting as well. One of my favorite performance ever probably um the guy who plays Adam Wake so I had a ton of fun with this I'm going to check out the DLCs as well there's like two Adam campaigns I think and yeah then I'm up to date with Adam Wake and I'm really excited for to jump into the sequel later this year so that was really fun I I highly recommend people check it out especially if they are interested in the second one and haven't played the, the first game yet
0: they could get the remaster yeah very so, nice. Well, sounds like it was a good, uh, pretty jam-packed weekend of gaming. It was yeah. some jumping between Pinocchio and Alan Wake. Yeah, absolutely absurd nice.
1: <laughs> scenarios of, of gaming here.
0: Yeah, a little bit all over the shop, but it sounds like it was a good weekend. Yeah,
1: what have you been up to?
0: Well, not, pl- not playing, just watching. Uh, it was the Champs, the final big tournament of uh, the Call of Duty League. Um, as with most weeks, I won't speak to you long, if you're into it, you'll... You'll go away and watch yourself, but it was um it was good end to the event. Vegas is a good location for it. Um, it was exciting. The final wasn't. The final was like a five zero smoke mm. show. Um, but that's fine. As a European, he's got to watch it very late. It's actually quite nice being able to, with closure, know who won and then still get to sleep at a reasonable hour. Um, but it was exciting. I mean, now I've got like six months to wait for more. COD, which is a massive off season, Mm. um, and that's a bit annoying. But there's rumours and there's leaks and there's uh, roster mania of people changing teams. So there's some entertainment um, to keep us busy, even if most of it's just lies made up on Twitter. Um, It's still, it's. I'm still going to let myself believe stuff to be entertained, aren't I? Um, No, it was really good. It was an interesting final event. Um, Yeah, I. don't worry maybe a different point i'll bring up well there's like a sort of uh there's this well no no don't oh god i'm going off too long now let's just move on maybe a different point at some point maybe we talk about the new card i might bring this discussion up again um but it was just it's just an interesting discussion about how like mw2 and the way it plays uh impacted on the year mm. when you see it at that level and how like red dot no red dots actually kind of actually led to more of a skill gap but that's the whole thing i think it might be more interesting down the road That's like, a big of interesting discussion it's a big kind of worms we could talk about it with the new cod the mw 3 or something long story short it was a good weekend though and um, the the people won who should have won the first europeans won um yes a uh, 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 fellow a uh, bosnian was knocked out the one bosnian oh, player no. was knocked out i'm afraid to say <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> um, but he, everyone loves him, and he's going to get a great contract next year. So What's it there's called? at least that. He's called Pred, uh, pretty boy Pred, uh, um, and he's uh, really good. But he's on a shit team, so yeah, uh, um, yes. Uh, but yeah, I'll keep you up to date with Pred's career yes, um, as the years go on. But no, it was it was it was a good weekend. It was a good weekend, and there's like as I say, some interesting discussions. We'll talk more about when we talk more about called towards the end of the year.
1: I I am I, I have one question. Much, um, okay. Is the off season always that long? Because six months is a lot, right?
0: So it's yeah, it's, it is a lot. It's usually similar to that, but it's it's longer now than it would be because they last year they changed the schedule. So it used to be the games come out obviously as you know in October November, and they would usually start the season in like February or March. But they decided let's start the season earlier so that new people who are like just getting the game, you know, when people are still playing the COD like in November they thought they would have a much better chance converting those maybe more casual fans, people that just play card, into actually trying to watch it at least if it started like a week or two after launch when there was still all the excitement and everyone was still playing it. So they moved it forward. Um, but I think they're like, are they going back? No, they're not going back on that experiment. But they're starting it. They went too far forward. So they're pushing it back the next year to be slightly more like December, January. So it's slightly longer. But it's just because they adjusted it for that reason last year All Right. which is it made sense but yeah yeah it does it's it's long a shame run.
1: now but in the long run it's it's a good decision
0: yeah yeah 100 100 um oh there was a cheesy scandal as well but that was quite funny we covered that on early game check it out it's, we went not talk about it here but it was quite funny someone got oh, banned yeah. live while playing which is a good um if nothing else a good uh, da- well a damning indictment on cod's <laughs> poor anti-cheat one of their own pros, uh, but yes, that's uh,
1: live during the event. That sounded really I haven't checked out the article yet, but that sounded really funny when we discussed it earlier.
0: Yeah, it's funny. I told you, didn't I? The guy just ran away from the venue as well. I think he deleted all his socials and we'll just never see him again. Um, <laughs> hell of a way to go down, uh, hell of a way to be embarrassed, like in front of all of your peers and the public. Um, yeah, I like, awesome. almost feel sorry for him. But no, not really. He's a cheater. Exactly. He's a cheater. He deserves yeah. every, every inch of it. So let, let's, let's, let's move on. Though. It was a good chance, but I'll talk, we'll, we'll talk about the discussions it raised at another point. Because we do have a we, could, we have a show that could go on.
1: <laughs> yes, we need to pace ourselves. Uh,
0: we need to pace ourselves. So how about the Nintendo Direct League? This is our one piece of news we'll talk about today. Yeah. But it is big. It happened earlier today. You covered this. So I, I covered this last week, where at the time, Jeff Grub. An insider who you might have heard, listener, definitely if you're more au with kind of gaming, uh, people in this space, whatever. Uh, he does know people, he knows sources. Usually what he says isn't just bullshit. So we were fairly, we fairly believed him when he said, I think at the time he said it'd be in July, late July, yes. something like that. But today there was some new news that it's going to be even sooner. Is that right?
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, this came from the... I don't know if he's just a YouTuber or a general content creator man, uh, Nate The Hate, who's like a Nintendo insider, uh, who has uh, consistently kind of leaked and revealed stuff about Nintendo. And he actually said that it will happen this week, somewhere between June 20th and June 23rd. So by the time you listen to this podcast, uh, it could have already happened, this uh, fabled Nintendo Direct. That seems to be around the corner, which is um, which kind of makes sense. Right, also the disparity, uh, because uh, this kind of happens with every Nintendo Direct because I also think the scheduling is done quite spontaneously, or like quite quickly by Nintendo. Uh, also they're a mad company, so so these things I can change last minute. So I can see like people who having heard, oh yeah, it's July, but then it was pushed forward for some reason. Um. And yeah, that's, that's really exciting because obviously we talked about we had the Summer Game Fest, right? We had all these showcases, but Nintendo was absent. Um, what well, we do know uh, about Nintendo for the rest of the year is that they will be at Gamescom, which is interesting because they haven't been there for years. But the only game they have left for this year is Pikmin 4, which comes out in July, which is a cool first-party title, but it's not like a huge game and it's not a system seller. So, I do wonder if at this direct and then also at the Gamescom, we will see maybe a more expanded slate of games that Nintendo still has coming before. Inevitably, we will get the Switch 2 next year.
0: And I mean, maybe. Do you think there might be a hardware announcement?
1: I was just going to raise the question. I don't know. It's really hard to tell. I think. Um, the thing is, last time, if I remember correctly, They were just like, hey, we will announce our new console uh, and just direct, and then just drop the video. Uh, Or maybe it wasn't even... (laughs) Nice, just understated. Yeah, and it wasn't even known, I think. Maybe it wasn't even known that they would do a new hardware, I'm not sure. But it was fairly understated. Uh, To be fair, that was very different times for Nintendo. They were down in the shit. They were just coming off the Wii U. Now they're like, the Switch is like, uh, um, you know, on set to be the most popular console of all time.
0: Definitely better than the Switch. So you Switch, you Switch, you uh, Wii U, uh, Wii U, Wii U. I, Wii U. I think yeah, I think
1: it sold like six times as much or something. <laughs> um, so there's a lot more eyes on Nintendo. The there's a lot more excitement when every time there's like, oh, there's a Nintendo Direct. There's a lot of excitement and a lot of letdown, right? So they they obviously ha- would have the opportunity to bring more eyes to this to to a new switch will they do it it's 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 always impossible to predict with nintendo i i kind of think they won't because it makes too much sense like they rarely do the thing that is like obvious um so i think we will see like maybe a couple of games that will still coming that are still coming this year and we don't notice about nintendo they always have things uh, in the vault basically like games like metro prime Master which came out this year was like done years ago and they were just waiting for the right moment to, to bring it out uh so they will have something up their sleeve which we can't. that's
0: insane isn't it yeah just compared to other players in the market because there's they no one else can really get away with what they get away with maybe rockstar but even then it's ooh. yeah yeah correct Sorry, carry yeah,
1: on. they can do it and it works for them because obviously they they're stretched out the switch as much as possible and there's never been a year in a Nintendo in the Switch lifetime where I mean the first year when you had Breath of the Wild and Mario Odyssey that was (laughs) jam-packed you know usually get like one huge game from them a year maybe two if you're lucky um but yeah they, they they the only thing we know they have cooking is Metro Prime 4 which I don't think will happen uh this year they have Metro Prime 2 and 3 remasters otherwise I don't know man it could really be anything and rarely stuff really uh, stuff in terms of like what is being developed leaks from nintendo so again could be really exciting direct and again it could be a massive letdown. (laughs) but we'll see but i don't think we'll see the switch too i think they'll do the do a similar thing from from the last time but they will announce it and then release it like a month later
0: for the Sorry, when they do not tomorrow, but when they do eventually release the Switch Two, they'll yeah. announce and then do it then a month later. But not, no, no, not tomorrow. No, no. no, I, no. I, I think, I think, do uh, all I think they've still got a few more years to milk it, right? Probably at least a two or so, two or three.
1: Um, I think, and this is also kind of the rumors we heard that the Switch Two will happen next year, and I think that makes sense. Oh, um, I mean, the Switch came out in twenty seventeen. It's been six years. It's a horrible, it's horrible hardware in terms of computing power, and like tears of the kingdom like that's the last hurrah you know that's like the last big thing was like we we squeezed everything we could out of this machine there's like nothing yeah. to do anymore and i think they're keeping i mean um the, the the one of the long-standing like discussions and rumors was like when will we finally get a new mario game because we didn't get one in six years i think they will save that for the release of the next switch um okay, because they need some big games to ship with that thing, a
0: big hitter to start yeah. with,
1: like they did with Breath of the Wild for the first switch. So, um, and I think all of the business we will see it or hear about next year. I don't think we will hear about that now, but that's just my prediction,
0: okay? But uh, no, I mean, you make a good case. I think that's quite, I think, I think that's uh, I mean, I don't know Nintendo very well at all, but. My my sense is that this is also, as you described earlier, going to be a bit of a Pikmin 4, cool. A few things that look cool and interesting, but nothing truly, you know, big in that sense.
1: I, I think um, there will be some amazing... they will reveal at least one really amazing first-party game that is but not on the level of, like, a new 3D Mario or a new Zelda. But, like, something... Yeah, like, that. good,
0: exciting, intriguing things, but not... Yeah. You know, yeah, not on the... Hollywood walk of... F- the <laughs> walk of fame of Nintendo, yeah. whatever you call it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Did... Okay, so, well, listeners, when you listen to this, it might be that it's happening as you listen yeah. live.
1: Or it might happen tomorrow. Or it might happen next month. I yeah. I, yeah. I do, or, I do, or it's... Yeah. I do think it will happen <laughs> this week. I, I do think so. Okay,
0: okay. You, you yeah. think the, uh, the more recent rumors are correct? Yeah.
1: I'm excited to see if I'm, again, talking nonsense like it did, John. Many months ago. When we, in
0: episode 54. In
1: episode 54, when we talked, when we sat down and, and, and looked at 2023 and, and kind of predicted what will the gaming landscape look like? Will, will all of these amazing games be like, or all these horrible games that were coming this I year? I think
0: you made some good... Look, go to the list. I'll go through and we'll do it one by one. Yeah. There's only one really, maybe... We were only really off with Suicide Squad, I think, just because we both thought it I think we another one. I think oh, okay, well, yeah, we'll maybe, see. yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. First, yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, I see it now. Okay, so, uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll just go down as we did it in the first episode when we did this, which is kind of chronologically of what order, you know, by January, February, uh, chronologically. But I'm just going to start at the top with Starfield, because it didn't come out for early 2023. We thought at the time, well, my thing, I said, I don't think it'll come out in the first half of 2023, ta-da, we were correct. Yeah. Um, you said either it would or either it wouldn't, or if it did, it would be in a, an unstable state. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, you also said you doubt it would be as amazing as everyone was hyping it up to be, and that it had a sort of potential to disappoint. Um, how do you, I, I was vaguely I was I would vaguely agree with that. I think. Well, I listened to it earlier, but it was more the point that you're making, and I was kind of agreeing. But well, where do you stand now?
1: Well, I am certainly more hyped after the amazing showcase that did last week, which we talked about extensively. But obviously it's still like um some of the questions I had back then are still there in terms of like quest design uh dialogue systems uh how people are animated uh all, all of that stuff still looks questionable but kind of the rest of the game is I, I've definitely um like um warmed up to to it a lot like I find that a lot more exciting than it did back then.
0: Okay, that's cool. So the, the slight delay hasn't really bothered you because they've put a lot... They have done a good job marketing it by giving it those whole Starfield Directs and really letting you in on the process. I agree they did a good job. I would say, actually, paradoxically, I would say you were right on both counts here. I think it will be amazing, but I think it will be unstable. We'll I haven't shaken we'll that see. view. I, I think it'll be really buggy, but it won't really be a problem. People will kind of take it in a nostalgic bethesda Um But we'll see, we'll see. So, Dead Space. Uh, I didn't talk about this one too much. It wasn't too big on me, but you said... Uh, type of remake I'm excited for. And you said you're particularly excited for a new interpretation of the game, not just a one-on-one. Do you think you got that? Um not quite
1: as much as I wanted to. It is very close to the to the original, but still in a way that I really enjoyed. Um it, it was it was a very smart remake in in staying close to it, but like diverting in like small ways all the time. Um and yeah, it it is a game I really, really love. And uh, I think my expectations were met, I would say. But in a okay, different way.
0: Expectations met. Okay, okay. That makes sense. But maybe if you were directing, you would have allowed the whole team to go slightly more uh, uh, loose with it. A little bit more from the newer interpretation rather than recreating what was beloved, kind of. Mm. You'd be happy to see it a bit more mixed up in that way? or Maybe
1: a little bit, but it's like hard to tell. Like, that's a hard balance to strike. And I think they. They didn't necessarily play it safe but they 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 uh emphasize or like they focused on what the first one did so well without like trying to do too much new stuff or like too much okay. different stuff and i think they added and subtracted stuff in really clever ways and but yeah it is very it is much closer to the original than like resident evil 4 remake is for example Okay, uh, which is yeah. fine though it's not like a qualitative thing it's it ended up being really good, but it, it's not, it, it was a little closer to the original than I expected
0: it to be. Okay. Well, oh, that's fair. Closer on the, on the, on the remaster remake the side in the reboot, but hit your expectations. Yeah. Nice. Uh, next one, Hogwarts Legacy. Uh, you didn't say anything about it, understandably, or not too much. Uh, we talked about being a potterhead and how cringe that word was. Um, <laughs> I said, well, I'm surprised I said this. Uh, I said it was going to be a huge potential to disappoint. And I said I was just trying not to. I was very tempering my expectations, saying don't expect me to think fantastic. I do just want a good Hogwarts and a good spell casting kind of combat. I actually think I got that. I don't think it did disappoint. You, you know, it, I don't think it'll go down as a game of all time. I don't think it'll be game of the year this year. But I think generally it didn't disappoint people. I don't think it'll be remembered poorly. And it did those two uh, expectations I met for it: for having a good Hogwarts and then a good spell casting system. I actually think it met both of those things. It was later on. I found sort of since the months after playing the game that what is lacking uh, for me is more of the end game replayability. Maybe that's not something you need as much. You know, yeah. I'm changing more and more my view on RPGs because I just don't have the time I used to. So I'm actually much more into a tight experience that doesn't need to go on endlessly. But that's more... Uh, Maybe it's still sort of the teenage gamer in me that wants games to give me an infinite amount of time. That's where Hogwarts Legacy slightly disappoints me, but not in the two elements that I mentioned there. So it did do the Hogwarts world, it did do spellcasting. So overall, I was pretty happy with that. PSVR two, we spoke about a little bit. I said, "Uh, The Call of the Wild was a good launch VR game." Oh, but we both effectively agreed that the price point of the PSVR two was a bit too expensive. I think one of the things you mentioned at the time was that with the PSVR two, you're paying five hundred dollars, and you get you you have to have a PS five anyway, and lots of sort of extra uh, costs are involved. But that's the same as a MetaQuest, or a MetaQuest is maybe four hundred now or three hundred. So it's like you're not even paying for a standalone VR system. So we. I think we just thought the PSVR 2's 500 price point was too much for their market.
1: Um, and I think we were completely right. I think I mean, we were right, it, yeah. It did not sell well at all, and it won't until it no. gets a bigger library, which I don't remember if we talked about. But that was kind of a disappointment of of the launch, and if it becomes more affordable.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think you're exactly right. I just think... Yeah, there's just not enough people that are going to be interested in this at this price point if they need a PS5 as well. Yeah, no, I stand with you. Didn't sell well and for good reason, as you say. Not the best games, a bit too expensive. Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Oh, jeez. Now we get to a potentially (laughs) um, uh, controversial, not too controversial. You You said you were hoping it's like God of War. You said you were hoping that it takes the first game and just incrementally improves it. And I said it should be a really good thirty-hour game. But I wasn't too passionate because I hadn't played the first one. I wasn't as involved with it. Um, I think. Uh, well, I'm I think you were on the money. Like that's kind I, of what happened, right? You. Yeah, I was kind of on the money with that actually. Yeah. Uh, well, I would say uh, I think the suggestion you had for them probably would have been better than <laughs> what they did. I mean, it, but they didn't do that. It, it wasn't. Just like they changed it quite a lot. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: I mean, it's kind of what they tried, though, right? Like. Um it is very similar to the first game but there there is a lot of like details changed and new abilities uh i mean you, a new uh, sort of new approach which is what ragnar didn't really do with like making it more open world but obviously um what i didn't even mention because i just assumed they wouldn't fuck up again <laughs> is the technical stuff because the first game fallen Order, really suffered from uh uh huge issues uh, at launch and I thought, okay no way are they going to let this happen again there's no way, right they had four years or whatever Surely not. they must have learned their lesson the game suffered so immensely in its reception from that and it, it not only happened again, it was way worse uh, which, which is a big reason of why I uh, this is my biggest disappointment of the year, because I, I quickly stopped playing it, because it was it was never in a good state uh, or, or like I don't know how it is now. I mean, two uh, two weeks after launch, it still wasn't a good state, and then Zelda came out, so I, I haven't looked back since.
0: And adios. And
1: yeah. <laughs> and the stuff I did see of the game didn't impress me at all. Like I I I had sort of fun, but it wasn't very good. I think. So yeah. Uh, and and I I do remember being really really excited for this game, and and it ended up being such a disappointment, which is. Very sad. <laughs> also, yeah. I was, yeah, that was kind of what I is was this, referring to. Would earlier. we agree
0: this is our biggest letdown of the year so far?
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, there's, okay. there's yeah. nothing that comes in closer to the disparity of expectations to reality. You know.
0: Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Good. Okay. We're in agreement on that. I do agree. Yeah. Um. Right. The Res 4 remake. So I said I will get this in 2024. It's cheap, free, looks okay. Uh, you said you didn't like the short trailers at first, but you had just seen a gameplay reveal when we filmed the episode, recorded, and then you said you had just at that point started to get excited. Not from you said you yeah disappointed by the short trailers, but you liked the gameplay. Yeah. So and that that was proved correct. I believe you loved the resident 4 remake right yeah
1: i did love it i think it's an absolutely fantastic game and and i i i remember that moment i remember being kind of lukewarm and then there was that i think it was like 10 minute uh gameplay i was like whoa this looks really good Um, and it was also the it was it was a good encapsulation of what the game ended up being in terms of like the vibe the the quicker very um stressful combat um and all of that carried through carried over through through the game in a way that was like massively enjoyable like i i really really loved it and it kind of exceeded my expectations in that sense because i wasn't sure to think of it even after getting more excited for it um but yeah it was kind of it was was maybe even better than i at least at that point expected it to be
0: oh that's what you can hope for yeah that that, well that's that's good that's really and
1: you should play it john i think you would really like it i should
0: I for, sure, I for sure will, as I say, but it's coming kind up, of, as I say, I think will be on sale soon, I'm sure. Um, or at some point. Uh, well, Resident Dead Evil Island...
1: games always get good sales. Like, Capcom does good sales,
0: for sure. Perfect. Dead Island 2, we uh, we both kind of <laughs> laughed at it. Um, you uh, said, yeah, you said, it's not for me, uh, mindless slashing through zombies, you know, sure, knock yourself out. But I think we both uh, were not that into this game. I think our, our overall tone, as we were discussing it, was that it wasn't going to be a complete collapse disaster, but yeah. that it would be generally forgettable, especially to us personally. Now, I haven't looked into the coverage since this game out, since this game came out. Um, I did. Well, I wasn't personally covering it. I didn't play it. I haven't heard really bad things, but I also haven't heard good things. Is this just been forgotten already? Is this? Have you heard much? Have you played it?
1: Uh, I haven't played it, but it is. It, it did go on quite well. I think it it generally got received quite positively, obviously, not by everyone, but um, I think it's it, it did end up being quite a good one of those and um, it did seem really fun. And um, it did get kind of mixed reviews, like I said, but the people who liked it really liked it and said, Hey, this is actually a really good game. It does some cool stuff. It does the genre. It's not like mega bloated, so you can kind of get through it quite quickly. Uh, there's some fun gameplay stuff with like interacting with the world and and fun weapons and uh, it's what you want for this type of game right and 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 it did apparently generally have also really funny writing like you said uh but yeah obviously not the type of game that will make a huge splash but I think these game's always like super successful I think this one sold like millions of copies uh as well um but yeah not like (laughs) I was gonna say it's sort of like avatar but it's not like avatar in, in the scope, no. but in the sense of like it's really successful, kind of everyone lo- everyone enjoys consuming it, but it it's not like the type of thing you necessarily are very passionate about.
0: <laughs> no, no, I don't. I can't imagine anyone loving it, but I can imagine tons yeah. of people quite liking it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I th- that's a good
1: that's a good effort. I, th- I think we had a good read on the situation. I would say.
0: I think we did. I think we did. Right, the next one <sighs> Zelcatak, a, a big one. Now, I think you have proven correct. I said, uh, curious to see how much they try and change versus how much they improve, what they did in the first game, that classic, how much do you do in a sequel? But I I was just sort of talking academically. I wasn't personally to invest because I I can't play out another Switch. But you said you were really excited about this, although too much up in the air to know concretely what kind of game we'll get. You said that in December. Um, and I mean, you were were bang right about the advertising at that point was a very short trailer, wasn't it? Just 30 seconds or something. Um but I mean it did come out and was the obvious is the obvious game of the year to me. I don't I don't think as well as um Final Fantasy 16 is being received at the moment by people playing the demo, I still don't think anything will rise to the top of Zelda TOTK, which was you know, I, I the only bad thing I saw said about it, there was news pieces on. People couldn't believe it. What's this idiot saying? Um, when the guy that directed God of War oh, yeah. um, <laughs> said I had a complaint with it. Uh, yeah. So I, I think they've just knocked it out of the park again with this, and I'm sure you'd agree.
1: Absolutely. I think this is one of the best games ever made. Um, this is up there for me. I, I'm still playing it, and I'm still playing it with just this like childlike glee at discovering all of the things they put in this game. And like... I'm just like consistently shaking my head, like I can't believe they've done this, and <laughs> and it's it's really like a, just such a wonderful like um, huge box of toys, you know, that you can yeah. rummage through for months and you will not get bored, and it's uh, and what you said back then is is um, uh, what's the interesting question, right? Like how much would they change, and. In in many ways, they've fundamentally changed the game how you play it. Like, with all of these new, completely insane abilities, um, the way you play the game is so different from Breath of the Wild, which I I, I didn't expect they would do, uh, and also how much they added in terms of the the environment and um in terms of, um, quests and how they changed uh the storytelling, which was less than i expected but it, i do enjoy it much more and
0: but if they if they as you say fundamentally change the way the game's played i think that's totally okay right yeah, to yeah. Keep those elements that are more the more of the same
1: yeah absolutely and and, yeah. and they changed the like even though the world is technically the same i mean it, it's one there's like three layers to it right the overworld is the same but they change it in so many small ways and then edit the overworld again but like mirrored in the depths which is still completely insane to me. Like every every time I go to the depths, like one of the three areas of the game, or the Sky Islands also, complete knockout. But the depths are so crazy. They haven't advertised it at all. They haven't said at all that this is a thing in the game. And it's as big as the overworld, but it's like completely dark. There's completely unique enemies and challenges in there and, and abilities and stuff. And it's atmospherically like just insane. And I can't believe, like I, every time I'm there, like I can't believe this exists.
0: <laughs> and I, I, there's still gonna be the nonsensical cool discourse on Twitter, but it's the same map. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, but we'll ignore that. Um, yeah. As high
1: as my expe- as my expectations were, they were exceeded massively, which is obviously a huge achievement and a tremendous, wonderful, magical game. Like, uh, and and uh, more so than I could have expected at the time.
0: Well, that's delightful. I I am glad. I really am glad it is that good. And as I say, it's nice that I've already got, in my uh, this year's betting for game of the year, I've already got one dead certain lock-in
1: I mean, the the rates won't be that high. I feel like everyone will go for this one. (laughs) No.
0: Yeah, yeah. You got to see right. Um, Right. Suicide Squad. This was delayed. Weird. But at the time, we thought it would be coming early 2023, so we talked about it. Um... I, what did I say? I said, uh, blip on the radar. I'm utterly unconvinced by this. I don't like superheroes, so I was always going to be unconvinced by this. But even for superhero things, I do remember thinking this looks bad. You said, so to be fair, you said, I'm really excited for this. I didn't fill in the full quote there, but you did, because it was just quite a lot to type. But you did explain that it was based on their pedigree that he have with their other games. Yeah,
1: the Arkham you didn't, series.
0: You didn't base it on anything they've marketed about Suicide Squad. So your reasoning was still sound, was sound. Um
1: yeah. And then But now
0: they have released stuff about Suicide Squad.
1: Um yeah, and um it's it's it it not only wasn't looking good, like I obviously no one expected them to delay this game by another nine months. Like an absolutely insane move. And like I don't even wanna know. Like this was supposed to come out in May, it's coming it's now scheduled for February. I do wonder <laughs> if it maybe even will get cancelled. Um I I I really want to know what what state this game was in now, like that they had that they felt they had to delay it for nine months. Like that's a lot. It's it's obviously not a ton in terms of like overall video game development. This game has been in development for like since twenty fifteen or something, um, but it's still a lot, <laughs> you know. So that was obviously a shock. I obviously didn't expect that. I thought it would come out. They they were advertising it. They did the showcases. Um, it was in the Sony state of play and all of that stuff so I thought yeah sure it will come out and I will maybe enjoy it hopefully uh but no it's 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 gone and yeah, yeah. i I am very worried <laughs> about this game <laughs>
0: as I think quite wisely you should be this this next one I'm gonna skip I would suggest uh if you're up for it this next on the Final fantasy one because it's about next year and that we spoke about other things like boulders getting armour and all mm. these other things i would say we do maybe a second one of these later in the summer or immediately next week if you want where we kind of do our mid-year in the review now looking forward kind of thing with our second half games yeah uh and we just round this one out we'll yeah, talk about yeah. diablo 4 and street Fighter, and we round this out as the stuff that's definitely already come out yeah and then we jump to our feature sounds good okay so diablo 4 i would say if uh star wars joy survivor so I wanted us to pick the most impressed, most disappointed, um, and most uh, surprised. I'd say most impressed, um, Zelda k and I'm happy to give that yeah. my vote, even if someone hasn't played it. Most disappointed, uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Most surprised, I'd say maybe for both of us potentially, Diablo Four, in just how much of a thing we enjoyed and we enjoyed reviewing and covering. Um, now at the time you made a very good point that it looked much more MMO and that like the online service thing looked like it was going to be much uh, a much greater part of this game than people were realizing at the time back in December. You were proven correct about that. You were hopeful at the time and I think vindicated because I think it does work fine the MMO live service thing they've done.
1: Yeah.
0: I said it looks good but just need to see a lot more of it. But I think yeah, what would you say I would you agree this was something that surprised us? I thought this has been, you know, a massive hit of the summer that could easily not have been.
1: Uh, I I remember us being quite warm on it and like maybe even not thinking about it that much um, before like the kind of pre-release stuff started, the betas and our coverage and stuff. Yeah. Um, and how that quite quickly shifted into us being really excited about it uh, when we first got to play it. I uh, with in terms of like the online stuff, I still want to kind of wait out. Um, how how the kind of new content will work like the seasons and
0: stuff. season one yeah that'll decide a lot
1: yes that will be uh exciting to uh to uh, witness because um, obviously as with every blizzard game the the discourse on this thing is just cursed like people and especially with diablo it's always like this it's always people playing it for a thousand hours and saying it sucks or uh, yeah. people saying this is the best thing ever it's like so extreme
0: Path of Exiles does this! Um, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: If, you, if you go through the Blizzard forums, there's so many posts of like, here's why I quit the game already. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, like, uh, they really... It really hinges on this, like, consistent support, consistently getting new content. So how... And people are very skeptical about the season stuff, and also Blizzard hasn't communicated very well so far. So that will be interesting to kind of look back at and see once that happened like how how does that work but it, so far yeah definitely a big surprise i did not expect to like this game as much as i ended up doing
0: i think it helped that they did such a good marketing job they really pulled out oh, all the stops yeah. they had bloody megan fox they had it all over everywhere on twitter and in real life was talking about it. buses <laughs> yeah it was all over the shop yeah um but yes, that maybe on our most surprising then. Oh, it's certainly more of a game that featured much more in my uh, private personal life than I thought it would, uh, and I've been loving it. But let's round out now on the most one of the most recent games mm. we've got. Street Fighter 6, which uh, you, I think quite correctly at the time, said looks like a big game of the year contender, looks really good, really exciting. You, for the first time, explained to me the open world element yeah. they have, and that made me say I was unsure, although I did agree that Street Fighter 6 looks polished. I just uh, It just blew my mind a bit that there was an open world yeah. um, <laughs> element in a fighter game, but as we joked and about at the cool. time, I haven't played fighter games in Soul Calibur 4, so things have moved on um what we thinking i mean game of the year probably fighting game of the year right but is it is it so good it could really i mean this year is a hard one because we don't have a fair competition you know what i mean i'd much more like to see yeah i'd like to see this maybe last year like maybe or two years ago you know maybe more of a fighting chance but i think um yeah even
1: i mean Mortal Kombat will also come out this year and potentially we're also getting Tekken i don't know why they always release in the same year it's really weird but they always do um and Mortal Kombat is not my thing, but that is a so much more successful series than Street Fighter. Uh, like in terms of uh sales, it's so much bigger than every other fighting game combined. Um, it's like crazy. I I kind of underestimated that until I heard a podcast about it. like, um, it's it's. I think I think the last Mortal Kombat sold like, uh, fourteen million or something, twelve million and uh the expectation for street fighter 6 throughout its entire lifetime and it is also a live service game um is 10 million you know that's like the the scale we're talking about here uh so even fighting game of the year will be a um a fight no pun intended but yeah it's a fantastic brilliant video game and i'm really loving it and um, they completely knocked it out of the park another capcom banger uh, and I was really happy with how, not just how good it was, but how well it was received. Like, I think it had, like, a Metacritic of, like, 92 or something. And rightfully so. It's it's an unbelievably well-made video game. It's so, so much fun. Uh, it's also a perfect summer game. The vibes are good. And, yeah, like, the new content that you mentioned um, also worked really well. Like, um, especially for someone like me who isn't into competitive fighting but lost fighting games, it, it was, like, a really good bridge into the game. Like having the single pack content and the modernized controls, so yeah, I was really, really happy with that um, with that game. And I I, 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 would say I predicted it, <laughs> but not a tough call. I mean, it, it looked amazing from the first second they showed anything about this game.
0: <laughs> I, I still say you can count that in the uh, a good bet, yeah. well made category. I think you know, as I say generally we were good. As I say, I think we uh, that was quite fun. Yeah. I think as I say, it's quite clear where we were wrong with Survivors. We were let down. That's God. a disappointment. Yeah, I'm as you have no surprised to actually say T-O-T-K, yeah. TOTK most impressed we could do the uh sort of uh what we thought about the later half of the year and where we're thinking that na- where we're thinking now uh later yeah. uh, or another episode but um yeah that was really good fun yeah. that was really good fun should we jump into the feature let's do it he's just not that into you part 3 so yeah. this is our three part feature this week is a uh game that you respect and you understand, and you would happily, uh, you know, if you had to professionally review it and rate it, you might give it a high score because you understand it's a good game and you know people will like it, but you personally, just for one subjective reason, just aren't taken by it. Something throws you off personally. So, we've, uh, you know, we've had a great example was yours from last week, like um, World of Warcraft, the MMO, which we both agreed it's just not for us, but you can't deny just how great this game is you know it, yeah. it pleases hundreds of millions of people and did for years so by any metric you've got to kind of give it its flowers and pat it on the back um so we get into our third week the third and final week of this one before we move to a new feature uh would you like me to begin or would you sure. like to start so this one is i i hate saying it i feel i'm not personally choosing games you like <laughs> um <laughs> i'm really not d- that. L- doesn't
1: sound like it john it sounds like no. you're using this to air some grievances. No,
0: no, no. <laughs> no, no. I've got please. No, no. But I I'll just say it, God of War. <laughs> ah, I know. I know. Awful. How could he? And I know there are people listening that love that game that um can't believe what I'm saying. Um I I did enjoy the combat a lot, and I thought it felt super weighty. And i mm. really, I really still think that. Like, I don't think I've ever played a game where just the actual raw fist fighting felt so much like a like thud, Good thud, eggs. thud, And you know, even if it's like a massive epic thing, and it's two gods fighting, because so they keep almost comically going at each other with huge boulders. It doesn't feel comical and silly. I still feel like the weight and the crunch of every hit as if it's like a vulnerable human being punched. Um, So that was awesome. And the story and the performances, I think, were really good. But I don't think I warmed to this kind of semi-open world, but what to me felt... And this is just because I haven't explored it all, but to me it felt empty. And I like my RPGs to be filled with uh, lowly characters and villages and bustling towns and... I like there to be lots going on and lots of normal non-combat people to interact with um, and lots of just a, a sort of feeling, a sense of life and, as I say, just a filled world with people. Um, but in God of War, you don't get... Or at least I feel I didn't get that. It was very much a much more of a, um, a lonely adventure or hike through this world. Um, and that's why I didn't personally like it as much, I would say
1: i think that's totally fair i don't think the open world design is that great um i think the first half of ragnarok it's really good
0: i Uh, need to play ragnarok then because i'm only talking about the first one when i say this maybe i need to go away and play ragnar
1: but yeah uh the first one is not fantastic in that uh and the second half of the of ragnarok also falls apart and it becomes really boring and like you said lonely and um also, the way it's done with like fast traveling being fast traveling being really limited um, forces a lot of backtracking on you in in a way that's not fun. Um no, and I, and I I totally I, I totally see that being a big uh, turn off. It wasn't it wasn't something I loved in these games, especially by the second time around, especially because they did it better, you know, in the in the in the first half of the game, and then they go back to having really boring fetch quests and um hours upon hours of 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 meaningless uh content in like unpopulated worlds um (laughs) uh, not good not good um so yeah i think that's that's very fair
0: okay okay nice phew um what what was your what's your uh he's just not that into Um, part three
1: i'm continuing my um series here of uh games i pick which will thoroughly piss off our colleagues because I picked LoL and WoW, obviously two games we uh, cover a lot and have a lot of fans of in our team. I'm going to pick another one, which is Genshin Impact. (laughs) I cannot with this game. I'm sorry, I absolutely
0: hate gotcha stuff. can There's gonna be I I know multiple uh, listeners from <laughs> from early game that be furious at that Faris. I'm right with you, but sorry, you carry um, on.
1: It's like it's mostly because okay, I'm sorry. I don't care what anyone says. This is such a blatant Zelda ripoff. Uh, the whole like climbing around the action adventure gameplay, uh, and I don't wanna I don't wanna do that in the mobile game, because uh, I can play Zelda right. And it's like close enough where it's like okay, I know I know. It does different things there's different characters blah blah i don't give a shit it's it's it, especially in the in the beginning it was so close uh which is why i'm more interested in the, the new game by this developer honkai star which but which i will also not play because i just cannot with gambling in games and gotcha stuff is just gambling it's just playing slots you know it's just it's it's, it's the same as in like uh the sports games right like nba that, 2k that is games so true. they literally yeah. have a casino i think it's even called that and you literally play slots and then get a golden michael jordan out or whatever and and yeah this <laughs> system is what the the impact games are built around and i cannot do like i i i i hate it so much it's it's so awful i think exploitative
0: yeah i love that choice exploitative is the right word it's too like, I'm aware that all these games are, you know, have looked into the psychology of show a big button and people want to click it. Yeah. But with gacha games, it's so just tapping in to get you addictive into their gambling. It's so, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. especially uh, weird it's with me, agree. like,
1: with uh, these games that are, like, very anime. They tell stories. They have characters. It's, it's supposed to be really good. And But, like, imagine you're watching, like, a really fun TV show that you enjoy. But, like, it could be better if you just pay uh 99 cents or or, you know like it's a tiny amount it's it's less than a cup of coffee yeah and i mean i've seen so many horror stories of people of like gambling addictions and stuff that i'm really sensitive to this and i think it's so horrid how how um present it is in video games and yeah of course like you know it's a free-to-play game you have to finance it somehow but like you will like i said it's so designed to to tick certain boxes for people uh you know yeah. uh,
0: I think gambling is like a step far as well. Like that argument you said about free to play, so you've got to finance it. I like I understand yeah. that's like one model. But I feel that can be done. I feel like like just selling loot bot, just selling sorry skins and stuff is one level yeah. that already probably isn't good in games, right? Uh, but the gambling I do agree with you is a whole step further into something much more morally questionable. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Uh great choice. So yeah. Great choice. Now... Uh, quite, uh, quite somber of a tone to end on. <laughs> um, I was thinking... Please gamble aware. Yeah. I was thinking, and the,
1: and, and the interesting thing about the series, which I'm kind of sad to see go. Maybe we'll do another one. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Uh, um, is that, I mean, I like a lot of different types of games. And, like, I was going to think, like, oh, should I pick FIFA or, I don't know, COD or Crusader Kings or whatever. I was like, I kind of like all of these games, even though... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and I kinda yeah. enjoyed playing them, so I had to kinda of dig deep and be like, okay, what is actually stuff that I really don't enjoy? And it is it is stuff like this. Um I could have also picked I, I, I mentioned Mortal Kombat as well, that's like another thing. Uh that I mentioned last movie, it was like excessive violence. It's also something where like <laughs> why why is this still such a thing in video games? I don't get it. Uh and, yeah. and, and gab- have we
0: not moved on? It's not the nineties anymore. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
1: like I think gambling is such a big problem, which is finally starting to get addressed very, very slowly um with like you know games like FIFA and Diablo, uh, Diablo Immortal being um banned in Belgium or or in Australia or like uh, being uh, rated or and stuff yeah um and yeah just like seeing this seeing this like mechan seeing these games so strongly built around that it's like really <laughs> off-putting to me
0: yeah no, great choice. A great choice. Um, I like that. Well, we'll think of a new feature for next yeah. week, but a very strong one to end on. Um, Are you sure, John? I want to
1: keep doing this. This is a fun one. We, <laughs> we could
0: potentially we'll do this. See, we'll we could potentially get <laughs> it. We'll see. We'll hit you back next week, yeah. listeners. But we do, we do have to say uh, first things first, what to look out for this week. Uh, Final Fantasy sixteen is out on friday or thursday thursday, thursday. so to the this. day you're sitting down ready for your new pod and you're sat there you think oh come on early game you're waiting all day you've got your headphones ready your popcorn ready you're you're waiting sharply to enjoy this great piece of entertainment what can you do with your time you can play final fantasy 16
1: yes and i'm <laughs> sure it will be fantastic i will not be able to play it um but and I am not sad about that at all. <laughs> no, I am. I would, I would actually really love to play it. And I think it's coming in a pretty decent time where like, I'm kind of done with Diablo, uh, like Diablo's on the back burner. Zelda, I'm playing like here and there, but like, I'm not really focusing on it anymore and like digging yeah. my teeth into a different type a more direct type of RPG would be really fun. And it looks really great.
0: Well, maybe we'll hit them with a little review next week. We'll, uh... (laughs) I don't know. We'll take a look soon. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. But yeah. Well, that was great fun. Cool.
1: Another episode Um, done in the can, as they say in the business. Yeah. Um, If you haven't done so yet, I want to remind everyone to rate and review the show. Please give us five stars. Give us a nice review. If you, if the platform you listen this on supports that, it helps us grow. It's massively appreciated. And yeah. Um share share this episode. Um tell tell everyone you know about us. Please. Please. And uh that, nice. that's my that's my plea for the week. Um thank you, nice. John. That oh, episode. that's lovely
0: Thank you. Well, cheers and I'll uh cheers. see you yeah. next week. Bye. Bye bye.